0: Hebrews chapter 6. We're going to start reading in verse 13. Uh, This morning, I want to talk to you about, uh, I I guess it's two different words, uh, gifts and callings. Um, And I, I want to address the fact that you are gifted with what you're gifted with for a purpose. And that purpose goes beyond sometimes what you even understand yourself, but nevertheless, you're gifted for a purpose. Uh, So in verse 13, we'll begin there, it says, For when God made a promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no one greater, he swore by himself saying, Surely blessing I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply you. And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. For men indeed swear by the greater, and an oath for confirmation is for them an end of all dispute. Thus God, determining to show more abundantly to the heirs of the promise the immutability of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath that by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we might have strong consolation, who have fled for refuge to lay hold of the hope set before us. This hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, which enters the presence behind the veil, where the forerunner has entered for us, even Jesus Having become high priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek. So, uh, there's a word there I want us to really uh, focus on today. And uh, most of us don't use the word immutable today. So, what does immutable mean? It means uh, invariable, unalterable. It means it's not capable of change, it's not susceptible to change. And so, when we talk about these things, Today, I want you to hang on to that ideal, okay? And we're going to get around to it in a minute why that's so important. But it says there in verse 18 that by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we might have strong consolation. So we need to take strong consolation today, and we're going to get around to the point in a minute in that God cannot lie. So when God declares something, it is true and and there is nothing that can change it and it doesn't change, if that makes any sense to you today. You know, my intention sometimes might be to not change, but then circumstances or things in life act upon me and my own will and it changes. But I want you all to really grasp this today. God is not changeable. Nothing changes him. He doesn't change in himself. Man, I know this may be a a very simple, basic concept, but guys, everything in the Word of God hinges on this. Our relationship with God hinges on this. And the things I'm going to talk to you about hinge on this fact that God does not change. Man, if He did, y'all, He's not worth serving. He's not worth worshiping if He changes. If something that was true a hundred years ago, all of a sudden is not true anymore, because God changed, I don't want to worship Him. If circumstances in in this little piddly life that we live, uh, somehow can impact how God feels about something, and He changes His mind, I don't want to worship Him. See, the God I worship and serve is outside of being dictated to by circumstances and how I feel about things. What He declares to be good and right and true does not change. And nothing will change it. Are y'all hearing me this morning? Am I loud enough? Maybe I need to move my mic up some. Can you hear better? Because y'all act like you're about to fall asleep this morning. He is immutable, invariable, unalterable, not capable or susceptible to change. All right? Now, why is that so important? Okay. Romans 11 and 29 says, For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. The gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. In the the Old King James Version it says are without repentance. What, What does that mean? It means God's not going to say He's sorry. God is not going to turn from it. What does repent mean? It means not only to say, when I repent of my sins, I'm not just saying, Lord, forgive me. I'm saying, Lord, I'm going to turn away from that. And so when God gifts or calls someone, He's not going to turn away from that. It's irrevocable. Now guys, there's a lot of y'all sitting here today that at some point in your life, God has gifted you with something. God has called you to something. God has put something in you that says, this is how I want you to serve me. This is how I want you to operate to further my kingdom. And man, as we go through life, there's lots of things that happen. And for us, we may hit a point in our life where we say, I've done too much wrong. Surely God's not going to still use me like that. Yes, God gave me this wonderful gift, but man, I have just wasted it. And at this point in my life, there's no going back and redoing it. And and man, this is what I want to hit you with today and encourage you with, that, that God does not repent of that. God called you to something or He gifted you with something. He hadn't changed His mind. Just because your circumstances changed in your life, that does not change God. He is, he is immutable. He's not capable or susceptible to change. You, you understand what I'm saying now. The, the things that you've encountered, the things you've done, did not change God. His purpose is still the same. Amen? Amen? Man, that's something to praise God for right there, y'all. Because, I've, man, I've done things in my life, and if, if it were possible, I guarantee you, it wouldn't have took him long to say, man, I wish I'd have never called him. Right? But let's just do something different, because that ain't going to work out. And I want you to hear what I just said. Because this is what we try to put on God sometimes, and it just ain't true. You see, that statement I just made would would imply that for some reason God didn't see it coming. You see, God, God doesn't react to you. <laughs> you hear me, church? Hey, you don't catch him off on, on surprise because you sinned or failed. It didn't catch him by surprise. He doesn't have to now adjust his plan to react to, to how you messed up. And I want you to just go all the way back down to when He gifted you or called you to a purpose. He knew about it. Ahead of time, He knew that you're going to fail. He knew when and where you're going to mess up. And He called you and gifted you anyway. Huh? What? Yeah. See, that is truth right there, guys. That is a truth bomb that ought to just explode in your head right now and say, he knew I was sorry. And he called me anyway. He knew I was wretched. And he still sent his son to die for me and to call me his son and his daughter. He knew what I was going to do and how I would turn from him. And he still loved me. Mmm, that's good. The gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. Irrevocable. I love that word. Cannot be revoked. Cannot be done away with. Can't be stopped. I want you to hear something else today. You cannot change God's purpose for your life. Nobody else can change God's purpose for your life. God's purpose for your life is His purpose. It's His plan. It's His ideal. It's His goal. You can't screw that up. Now, I will interject something here. You can delay God's plan. (laughs) We do it all the time. But let's go back again. God knew you were going to do it. God knew when He called you that you're going to screw around, waste ten years of your life, waste ten years that you could be working and serving Him. He knew it when He called you. Man, this is the awesome thing about serving a God that is all-knowing and all-powerful. Because when we hear those kind of things, y'all, if He was not that way, if He was not that way, it completely changes everything I've just said. All of a sudden, there's a possibility that God reacted to my sin. That God changed because of my sin. And that's just not the case. And so guys, I don't know the specific gifts God's given you. I don't know the specific ways God has called you to serve in His kingdom. You do. And if you're sitting here today and saying, man, I don't... uh, Spend some time, I guarantee you, you see, He loves, loves to give good gifts. Spend some time seeking Him and just say, Father, what do you have for me? What do you want me to be involved in in your kingdom? What do you want me, where can I come along with you and just serve you? And man, I promise you, He's going to just let you know. (laughs) Is it going to be immediate? Maybe not. but. Sometimes He's got to get your heart right. Sometimes He's got to get some things out of the way that may distract you so that you can hear His voice. But I want you to understand, I don't care if you've served Him for five minutes or 50 years, um, He hasn't changed His mind about you. He hasn't changed His mind. You don't hear too many people, and the ones I do hear I question Uh, what's going on there, but you don't hear too many people that retire from serving the Lord. Right? Now, y'all, there's going to come a day, hopefully, that I'm able to retire from my job at Volcraft. I don't know when that'll be. I might be 80 when that happens. But there's going to come a day when I'm not going to go anymore. And that's the point of retiring, right? So I don't go anymore to there. And I don't listen to them. I do what I want to do. How do we retire from serving the Lord? Huh? You see, this is, this is just the beginning of my my communication and my relationship and my service to Him. This life is just the beginning. I've got all of eternity that I'm going to love and serve Him and worship Him. How am I going to retire from that? And so I don't know where you are in your life and your walk with God today, guys. But His gifts and His calling are irrevocable and they are still true today. It's just like they were when He initiated them and gave them to you to start with. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1 through 3 says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. With all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity in the spirit, of the spirit in the bond of peace. While worthy of the calling with which you were called. Man, guys, I don't, I'm not worthy of, the, what, of what I've been called to. So how do I go about doing that? Well, I'm going to tell you one just from my own experience, something that God dealt with me about for a long time. Um, Part of that walking worthy of the calling is just um, not forsaking that calling. Part of walking worthy of that calling is, is acknowledging that God has called you to something great and not putting it down and belittling it. Part of walking worthy of that calling is accepting God has called me to something awesome and, 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 yes, celebrating it. So what has He gifted you and called you for today? Maybe you, like me, for many years um, said, yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, that, that's something I'm not proud of. God calling me to something great. And it ain't just because I'm a preacher and pastor. And you see, these different things, we, we want to elevate man because of a certain position that this is greater than this one or something like that. And yeah, that ain't got nothing to do with it. But what it has to do with is that the King of all creation, the God of this universe, the, the only God, Got so personal that he said, Kevin, I want you to preach the gospel. Guys, that is, who am I to say I don't want it? When, when His Majesty has bestowed something so great upon me. And gifted me to do it. He's equipped me and He's given me these things. And I just said, "Mm, no. Who am I? For years, I just totally blew off this great gift that God had given me. And just totally ignored it and said, yeah, I don't want no part of that, God. I hear you, but I don't want it. And guys, I have a feeling that I'm not alone in that, that there's many of us that, that hear the voice of God and we hear what He's saying to us and, and we just say, yeah, I don't know. And maybe we don't look at God and say, no, I don't want it. But maybe we say, God, who, I, I can't do that. I, I just I, I don't have what, it's ta- what it takes to do that. I, whatever excuses we make. But guys, I want to just go back and remind you one more time. The gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. No matter how you feel about it. You see, it doesn't matter if I don't like to get up in front of people and speak. It doesn't matter if I don't want to do this, or I don't want to do that, or I don't feel like I'm able, or I don't feel like I'm good enough, or whatever. And none of that matters. It's, not irre- it's, it's irrevocable. God doesn't change it. No, this is what it is. This is what I designed you for. This is what I have gifted you with. This is what I've called you to. Now, what's the problem? I was going to read uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and all the different gifts of the Spirit. I'm not not even going to do that, but y'all can go back and read that sometime. Verses 4 through 11. God has gifted us and equipped us equipped us in that way as well. when when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, we have gifts that He gives us to further His kingdom, to do His work. it empowers us. and guys, I do not want to just blow past it, but I feel like right now that you need to hear and understand that God has called you. God has gifted you. That, that calling is not just, for preachers. A calling is not just for the one that stands in front of everyone, whoever that might be. A calling is for each and every child of God. He does not just say, okay, you're my child, now get over there and sit in the corner. But as we come into the kingdom and accept Him as our Lord and our Savior, He says, great, now we can begin the work I made for you. The plan I have for you. It all starts at that moment. He says, okay, now we can get started. And so many of us, after we're saved, we still say, well, maybe later. God, that's, that, that, I just can't do that, God. Like, I'm just not good at that. You know, the Word tells us that not many wise are called. And I want, I want to tell you what that's really meaning. What it really means is God does not typically pick the people that are the finest at what they do in their own flesh what he typically does is he picks someone that is malleable. He picks someone that can be shaped and formed. Y'all, if he would have looked for ability and current skill level, when he picked me, he would have blew right past me. Just like when David was being anointed king, uh, Samuel himself, the prophet of God, the guy that is, is right in tune with what God wants to do, he's looking at him, oh, that looks like a good one right there. He's looking at all the sons of Jesse. He's, oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's got to be him. And God's like, nope, that's not him. Well, oh, man, I didn't even notice this guy. Look at this one, man. Big guy proud just look at him handsome no that's that's not him Samuel he goes through all of them and not a single one one after another that's got to be him nope that's not him finally they it's like I don't don't know what else to do I've looked at all the sons Jesse do you have anybody else even his own dad y'all his own dad's like well there is one more There is one more. Uh, He's he's out tending the sheep right now. Get him in here. David comes. (laughs) No, surely God, you've missed it on this one. And guys, some of us have done that same thing. God is calling us. And we've said, no, no, you've misunderstood God. Do you know who I am? I mean, look at me. You know how I act. You know my, my capabilities. And all along, God is saying, I don't care what you look like right now. I know what I'm going to make you into. When He called on David, what was David doing? David was tending the sheep. David was out there writing songs and singing praises to the Lord. David had a heart to serve God where all the mother ones didn't. David cared about what the Lord wanted, not what everybody else wanted. And guys, this is the thing that is so important when God calls you. It's your readiness, your receptiveness. It has nothing to do with what, how how great you are in a particular thing. It has nothing to do with what you look like or what you shape like. It has everything to do with what God wants to do with you. And you saying, Yes, Lord, I just want what you want. Maybe you're here today and a long time ago, God has called you to do something and given you a special gift. And, and you know, you used it for a while. But there's been a lot of water under the bridge. And you say, man, yeah, those were good times. I wish the Lord would use me like that again. But there's just too much that's gone wrong. Y'all, I'm here to tell you today, His, <laughs> His gifts and His calling are irrevocable. You can't revoke them. Nobody else can revoke them. It's Him. He doesn't change. He's not susceptible to change. You didn't surprise Him with your failures and your sin. And He's saying today, y'all, I don't know who this is for, but He's here to tell you today, uh, I haven't changed and I haven't given up on you. If you would just turn to me, if you will just let me use you again, I will bless that little bit you got, and it, I will multiply it. I will take your little offering that's piddly in the sight of man that nobody else would ever think anything about, and I will blow it up. Because that's what God does. Just like Jesus took that little offering from that man, that little boy. He, he said, here, all I got is a, a couple fish and a loaf of bread. What did he do? Fed thousands and thousands. And had more to, left over than they ever started with. That's what he wants to do with you today. And all he needs. He don't need your talents and abilities and your skills and your knowledge and your wisdom. All he needs is for you to say... Here I am, Lord. Here I am. What do you want me to do? How do you want to use me? I I just want to be yours. I just want to be used by you. Y'all, we sang that song earlier, You Won't Relent. It's scriptural. I can't remember right now where that passage comes from. But man, He will not relent. What does that mean? He's not going to give up on you. He keeps seeking you out. He keeps calling you. And here's yet one more opportunity today that the voice of the Lord is calling to you. He said, I'm not giving up. One of these days, you're going to turn to me. One of these days, you're going to hear my voice and you're going to say, okay God, I surrender. I'll let you do what you want. Just use me. I just want to be used by you. He won't relent. He has sealed you with a promise. Y'all hear that? He has sealed you with the promise of the Holy Spirit. You are His. And it's irrevocable.